I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining this us in the second half of the day, the evening. Which you most certainly are listening to this at the same time as us, if, because... Yeah, if you're not, yes? pause it. Give yourself a little bit of time. Enjoy your day. Come back to this. This is an evening episode. Yeah, this is uh, Lights Are Turned Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both four and a half bottles deep uh, of wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's just about to be a little bit a little bit uh, cozy in here. I don't know what I'm no, trying to say. Not, I'm sorry. It's not going to be us spazzing out like normal this episode. No, we're we've got it under control mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Uh, well, this is breaking backwards. Uh, it's it's a it's a podcast. Um, episode twenty, I believe. Big milestone. Mm. Mm-hmm. I this is episode twenty. I thought. Crawl space was no. It is okay. No, I'm uh, I'm about you're the eighty percent certain uh, certain that this is episode twenty. But you got me doubting myself, so I'm gonna look. <sighs> and now, I know for a fact that crawl space was episode nineteen. Yep, this is episode twenty. Oh, okay. See, I should have just trusted you. My bad. That's okay. Uh, we just watched the episode Salud, and uh, pretty good. I like this one. I like this one for its not heavy Waltness. I think is a big very Walt like attractive. Yeah, yeah it's there, there's it's a diet Walt situation. Mm-hmm. I like that. Pretty Jesse heavy. Yeah, I like a Jesse heavy setup. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, before we start talking about the episode, do you want to just off the bat uh, step into the Pander Dome? Well, Meg, I've been crunching the analytics of our podcast, and I can tell you with certainty that 8% of our listeners on Spotify are between the ages of 18 and 22. Wait, 8%? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we don't, I guess we don't skew super young. No, no, no. But that's, that's pretty, for a young crowd, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. yeah, the majority, I'm not going to say that's for another Panderdome later on, is 28 through 34 is where we really that's strike where we really gold. Hit but 18 through 22? Yeah. Dude, good job. All now right. We, the, some of the kids, they like us. I have so I have some nieces, and they, they are in that general area, and I'm wondering if maybe one of my nieces. Mm-hmm. Can I shout out one of my nieces sure. or both Pander of them? them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Hi, my nieces. Your names are Emily and Chloe, and thank you for listening, if that was you. And if it's not, then uh, there's literally no way you'll uh, hear this, so I, I should stop. Yeah. Uh, good pander. Yeah. That was a good, yeah, it was a good pander. What are some things 18 to 22-year-olds, so they're college age, so you pro- they yes. probably like um, lectures? They're like lectures. They love study abroad programs, yeah. uh, both of which are not... Uh, really yeah. around anymore, or at least in-person lectures or study abroad programs. They really like probably rosé. Yeah. Uh, when know, I was 18 to 22, we all liked Will Ferrell movies, and I don't know if that's still popular with them. 
Do they do the kids watch movies I don't these know. days? And we liked um Nintendo Wii. Is that something eighteen through twenty two? Is that universal for eighteen to twenty two or is that just my time? I think that was just your okay. time, yeah. Uh fuck, what else do they like? They like um fake IDs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They do like fake IDs. They like talking they like nose rings, I'm pretty sure. Uh so they get like one of their nostrils yeah, pierced. And gauges. They like that. Oh yeah, big gauges in there. And fuck, and moving out of mom and dad's house, they love that. Just yeah, they like referring to their college dorm room as home, mm-hmm. and that you know their home that they grew up in is no longer their home. They like three posters: uh, the one of the Pulp Fiction guys holding their guns, the oh, yeah. Fight Club one of the guy holding up soap, yes, uh, the Bob Marley one where a bunch of weeds coming out of his. Mouth. Oh, they like that. Sometimes they like a Che Guevara, I think. They oh, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, they yeah, love yeah. Uh, the one Muhammad Ali, he just knocked a guy out. Oh, and he's like yelling. And then this might also not be relevant anymore, but of course it is. The Boondock Saints. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, boy, do they like the Boondock Saints. Sorry, I was getting a call and that's why I disappeared. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, but here's the other thing. Here's the dark side of this. Our percentage of listenership from zero to 17 years old zero we got none so yeah i was wondering about that like if they would return the like um not logistics but that information on a uh expletive or whatever podcast true it would probably be we would probably have a higher listenership if we didn't talk about jizz every episode and uh we talk about it so we talk about it a lot and yeah, that gets us that E next to our episode. But here's what, all you 18, 22 year olds who we just spent five minutes goosing up. <laughs> I find a friend of yours that's 17 and younger and just say, hey, listen to this podcast. You probably still keep in touch mm-hmm. with people from your high school. Let them know. Get, text a friend of yours in high school and be like, sup, boner. I got a good pod for you. Listen to it on your de- mobile device. That sounds, I used to call everybody a boner. So. And afterwards, we'll trade Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever the fuck you do. I think they do that. Yeah, I think they still trade Yu-Gi-Oh You're all Yu-Gi-Oh really cards. into Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's all I really gather from your demo. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. That's the only thing that they like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I'm pre- yeah, it's, uh, I turned on Nickelodeon the other day. It was just Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. They, they won't stop talking about it. But do they still show iCarly on Nickelodeon, do you think? My little sister, who is 0 to 17, meaning she has not listened to this episode, this <laughs> podcast. Little sister. Little si- ugh, she's exactly 17. Mm-hmm. So in a couple Today, months, she'll she have listened 17. to this podcast because she'll, she'll be 18 to 22. Oh, all mm-hmm. right. So that's good. There you go. Uh, but all right, I guess we can leave the pander dome. All right, that was fun. Good, that was good, good job. That tune slaps. You did a good job on that one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, the pandas good because I think that's uh, I'll encourage them to be like, hey, you want to get pandered to? Like, uh, for example, if any of you have like a bunch of friends in Argentina who you think might like this podcast, encourage them to listen, and we'll probably pander to Argentina. We yeah. If you ever had the inkling inkling to get pandered to, just yeah, wh- listen to this, and we'll. We'll definitely talk about you and the things we think you like. Yeah. 
And that's probably gratifying to some people. Everyone in Ireland and within the ages 18 to 22 are hard as a rock right now. Yeah. And you could be just as hard. <coughs> okay, we should probably start talking okay. about Breaking Bad. If you insist. I don't want to, but we must. <laughs> We're con- contractually obligated. Yeah. Um, let's see. In this episode, we begin in the desert. It, uh, p- presumably... Uh, an American desert. Yes. Uh, uh, I wasn't sure if maybe where this one started off was, because how did Jesse know where to drive to in order to get to the them to their medical tents? I wasn't sure if maybe, like, wait a second. Whoa, there's a lot of, wait, wait. That's a big question I have now, because they were taken to somewhere with uh, blindfolds on. How the fuck did he get back there? Hmm, that's a, that is a good question. I guess... Uh... Well, okay, theory. Uh, well, Mike wasn't, like, unconscious at the beginning. He probably was like, you're going to want to go up the road here. Uh, they were all blindfolded. I, they all Based on what know. happened, the blindfolds, I feel... Um, I, I will say, okay, there's something I know that you don't. They are blindfolded to the, the lab. They weren't blindfolded to the estate, which seems to be a much more public known place. Okay. The lab seemed okay. secret and in some sort of facility or foundry, but the mansion was like Don Eladio lives there. Okay, is what is my guess? Is that that is just theory craft on me? But that because that's a good point. Okay, I just uh, I'm sorry. I gotta get a drink of water. Okay, okay, we pause Meg's gonna get a, a drink of water, you guys. I'm gonna keep talking to you. <coughs> so Meg's coughing a lot. Uh, it's no fun. I was coughing a lot last week. Um, thought I had coronavirus and uh, I got tested. Uh, I'm negative, so that's good. I wish I. I wish it worked. Where if you got tested and you test negative, then you're just you're free pass for two weeks. You're fine. You you can't get it, but that's not that's not how it works. And like two days later, I thought, ah oh, shit, I have it again. I definitely have it, and I um. I was like, I'm not gonna get tested again, and it went away in a day. So I don't have it. But who knows? Now Iowa is just a real hot spot, uh, especially amongst college towns, Ames and Iowa City, but. But, you know, we're working through it. Oh, Meg's back. Hey, Meg, you're back. I am back. I had a tickle in my throat that just wasn't going away, and I think it was heavily based on the fact that I had uh, Starburst earlier, oh. so I brought water with me. Oh. Under, or, sorry, <coughs> overrated candy. Overrated, underrated, it's candy. I ate four of them. Nice. It was the first candy I'd had in a while, so it felt, like, really sweet. Right. And... Now I'm regretting it. I, yeah, I'm uh, Labor Day weekends this weekend. I, uh, I've i been eating pretty good all week. I'm going to go hog wild. You're going to go nuts? I'm going to go nuts. <laughs> I am so sorry. That's okay. um, we had a good, me and the audience had a good chat while you were away. I don't think it's going to stop. I think it's going to stop. We're just going to have to, we're just going to have to podcast through it. <laughs> and we're going to just keep, go through yep. it? Okay. So anyhow. Um, they get, they get a little plain and. Gus says, you can do this. I think that's literally the only line in the cold open. Yeah, I think you're right. And, uh, and I said, see, he's not that bad of a guy. But, and you said he did threaten to kill a baby. And he did commit mass murder in this episode. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good point. Mm-hmm. So then we open up and um, we're in Walt's bachelor pad. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're hearing smoking lady tell Walt that he's she's got to, you know, <laughs> we hear smoking. Celebrate. Yeah, smoking lady. She says, uh, 
does she say? God. She's like, hey, Walt, get your ass over here because uh, it's our son's birthday, you, you, you bitch. And um, he's asleep. He's tired. Yeah, and guess what? Nobody answers the phone, and we just see Walt's fucked up glasses. Oh, clearly sorry, I got something bad is Wow, what a hard episode. What a noisy to record. episode. I, so my parents took two of the dogs with them to the lake house, and uh, they left the three barkiest ones here. <laughs> and one of them's in the room with me. Okay. Jesus, one second. All right, feel free to talk to the audience while I... Yeah. So Adam's family has what I think is like 1,700 dogs. I'm not sure. They have like a whole gaggle of pets. Uh, and some of them bark and some of them don't. And it's just a real mixed bag. All right, I'm so. back. Okay. You guys have a good talk? Yeah. All right. I left the dog out of the room. All right. Um, good. Yeah, uh, he gets, uh, Skylar gets a Walt Jr. PT Cruiser, and he's kind of a butthole about it. Yeah, so, I mean, just based on not knowing anything else, obviously, I think he's being a real ungrateful little prick, Mm -hmm. because I never even got a car when I was 16, and when my parents gave me, like, a ratchet-as-hell Civic, I was like, sweet, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why why would he have such a problem with it? Uh, the, The... I can't say much because this is actually a continuation of something that you'll see. Um, okay. But uh, PT Cruiser, I mentioned this in the chat, has a noticeably large blind spot. See, I had no mm-hmm. idea about this. I had no clue that PT Cruisers were just uh, built to get you fucking T-boned, yeah. I guess. I was, I was told this by my driver's ed instructor, but he was an asshole. So maybe... He, he was just lying. doesn't like PT Kroger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but And I've never driven a PT Cruiser because I'm not a loser. I think if I got one for free, I would probably be pretty pumped about I'd it. I drive it around. I, think like any... I put like an American flag decal on it or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. Naturally. Uh, yeah. Or like, yeah. Um, I don't know what the car version of like, you know, when you put a, a, a playing card in the spoke of your bike and it makes that cool noise and it also looks tight. It's. It's uh, it's still a playing card. Yeah, I put a playing card somewhere on my car so people knew. Yeah, I would put a big old fucking eagle right on the hood. Yep. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big. Oh, have you ever seen truck nuts? I bet those would look good on the back of a. Ooh, yeah, yeah, they would. That's a metal testicles you hang off the back of your truck. Is that correct? That's true. Yeah. Yes, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. So cool. God, America, good yeah. country. A great place to live, especially right now. Especially right now. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so okay, I'm just gonna get the Walt stuff done first because that's uh, the this Wikipedia is broken down that way. Let's just let's let's, let's just, just follow the way. best website of all time, Wikipedia.com. Um, let's do it. Wikipedia, if you want to sponsor this podcast, we'd be happy to have. What you. is what would their ad sound like? You think? How would you? How would you do, like, a Wikipedia ad? Um, This podcast is brought to you by Wikipedia. Wikipedia is an online database where you can find an article on pretty much anything, from an episode of The Simpsons to where garages were invented. Uh, uh, (laughs) Subscribe now uh, with our promo code, BREAKBAD, and uh, you can get two free months of Wikipedia on top of the infinite free months you had already experienced. (laughs) <laughs> all right yeah i think that sounds like a great mm-hmm. uh that sounds great yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean yeah it, unless squarespace wants in first well we have not forgotten about our friends over at ZipRecruiter. oh yeah zipper you sons of bitches maybe we should 
Should we elaborate or no? Yeah, should I think we should fucking elaborate. I didn't hear from them all last week, and uh, yeah. we told them, hey, ZipRecruiter. It'd be a shame. Mm-hmm. Or something. Uh, my ZipRecruiter story begins and ends with, I had a job reach out to me and try to insist that I apply for something. And when I uh, started the application process, they kept calling and emailing and texting me. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the application process just for the recruiter was to get some of my social security number. <sighs> yeah. Guess what? That's not standard practice. Uh-huh. They were trying to steal my identity. through Sons of bitches. ZipRecruiter, you hear that shit? Look at the, the malfeasance here. Now pay for our content, motherfuckers. Yeah, you sons of bitches, or else Adam's going to tell his story next week. Give us a fucking promo code, or you'll hear my fucking story next week, goddammit. And we'll seek out stories, too, of other people, just the general public, who've had Mm -hmm. less than stellar experiences on ZipRecruiter. You've had a bad experience on ZipRecruiter, please tweet at our our Twitter, at at BreakBackPod. Adam, give them your personal email address. And then email me at, (laughs) I don't even want to joke, I don't want to do that, but... uh, Okay, fine. Fine. But uh, if you have my personal email address, if you just happen to have it, so a lot of you do, uh, email me <laughs> a ZipRecruiter story, and we'll say it on air. We will. Or text it to me, if you have that, or tweet at BreakBackPod. So, going back to the podcast, right, 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 right. Uh, Walt is beat to shit, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Walter Jr. shows up at his bachelor yeah, pad, which you've never seen. No, I've heard tale of this uh, magical place, but I've never seen it. And I didn't realize Walt, it just goes away. Yeah, it's it definitely was just kind of like a statement of like, I'm ready to move back in here now. And uh, that's that. Yeah, uh, it, it very much gets introduced when it does get introduced. But uh, yeah, just this is its final appearance, apparently. Did not realize that's that. That's weird. Yeah, it's so unremarkable how it just disappears into the ether mm-hmm. usually they make such a thing about like destroying stuff yeah uh so but uh yeah, yeah uh, Walt jr finds him all like beaten up and beat the shit yeah uh walt runs out in his underpants he's like come in if you're coming and and he cries a bunch yeah in general i don't like watching men cry but this one seems sincere mm-hmm. uh and not manipulative and that's better but i feel like i shouldn't be like good job not manipulating people here walt because that would be like rewarding somebody for you know doing like wiping their ass it just shouldn't you know you shouldn't applaud that right and then he calls him jesse oh yes because his son puts him to bed and tries to take care of him and yeah his son gets called jesse which seems like the worst have you ever done that to somebody like the wrong name yeah I have. Yeah. Um, I have a friend. Oh, Caitlin, if you're listening to this, I have a, uh, from college. Well, Caitlin's like my really good friend. And then I met through her another friend of mine. Her name's uh, Caitlin has two friends named Lauren and Tabitha. And uh, one time I called Lauren Tabitha twice in the same conversation. And uh, and did they uh, fight? Uh, well, Tabitha did... wasn't there. And then Lauren just gave uh. me a bunch of shit for calling her Tabitha, and then I think she wrote on my Facebook wall, like, my name's Lauren, by the way, and, uh, yeah, that was, that's, it's not a good story, but it, it is an example of what happened, uh, and Lauren, I, I know your name's Lauren, 
I know it. <laughs> I'm sorry I called you Tabitha. And Tabitha, I haven't talked to you in eight years. Maybe listen to reach our podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe just reach out. Uh, I call my kids the wrong names all the time. It really is just like I open my mouth and just say all the names I have ever known, and hopefully I land on Oh, them. if I had children as in more than one, I would definitely call them by the wrong names as a tactic, often. Uh, oh, it's not a tactic. Mm. It's just, like, I think I have a small note in my brain for, like, names of offspring, and mm. it just gets, like, miswired sometimes. I don't it's know. Or it's, like... Sometimes they just piss me off both individually, and I'm like, Brock, Avery, I just knock it off both of you, you know? Yeah, yeah I get you. So, so you call yeah. Avery Brock sometimes, even though it's clearly a boy's name? Yeah, huh? I just say words, and they come out. I, I think it. it's because I'm pretty dyslexic. I think I just, oh, yeah. like, blah, 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 blah. Things come out, and I, they don't resonate. So anyhow, so we're Same back. Here. Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, we're back. Uh, we just finished the Walt stuff. Yeah, he puts Walt to bed. When Walt wakes up. His glasses are fixed, and he's I in a bed. I've never noticed that before, and I've seen this episode probably ten times. I've just never noticed that the glasses were broke, and then Walt Jr. fixes them for him. I don't know why. It's very obvious. It's very much the point of a lot of this. <laughs> I've never noticed it. Uh, so I'm not a fan. Um, You're not a fan of the glasses being no, fixed of the, the episode? No, of the series, apparently, because a real fan would fucking know that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's okay that you. You have to find a new fucking podcast host because I should have known that. I don't think that you're. I think you're being too hard on yourself in this <sighs> instance, right. and I, I don't want you to be uh, hard on yourself. That is well. So then, Walter goes uh, and talks to Walt Jr. And this is okay. I go back and forth on if I like this scene or not because it feels like they did not write a monologue for Walter, but they gave Brian Cranston a book of monologues that'll really turn their head. And <laughs> then he's just like, "You, any of these will sound good coming out of you. And he did it. Because <laughs> it's like a very generic monologue about his dad, who we've never heard from before and we'll never hear from again. Sorry, spoiler yeah. on that. And <laughs> I just can hear this being done by bad actors in so many acting classes. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why we had to get into the ethos of that so much. He could just say, like, I don't want you to see me as a decrepit old man because it's just, like, something I'm afraid of. Uh, but instead, we've got four-and-a-half-minute diatribe about, like, what the hospital smelled like and what Huntington's disease is or it whatever. Was, it was well-acted, and it was um, it was well-written. But yeah, I just kept thinking of an acting uh, black box theater and uh, some... Someone, uh, some like a way younger white male actor, uh, in like trying to dress like older Brian Cranston in this scene <laughs> and addressing a room full of his acting classmates and just going, My dad had Huntington's disease. Like, just opening yeah. up with that, it's just it's the most monologue 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 opening ever. So, you feel like it was like a heavy handed little setup. bit. Wait, what's the first line? Is it just I never met my father or something. Or I, I, my father died when I was six. Did I tell you that yeah. or something like that? It just because um, <laughs> I can just see someone going like thumbs up to the lights and just be like, I'll tell you when I'm ready. And um, thumbs up and then the lights come on and it takes too long. I never knew my father. Did I tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he just goes, scene. And 
Everyone kind of claps. Yeah. And there's a very tepid This just clap feels like it was written for an acting class and not the show. And it's a good yeah. monologue, but it's just that's all I think about when I see this scene. Uh, that's fair. I could see why your mind goes there. And then his son, like, claps right back at him and it goes like, it'd be better if I saw you frail and shitty and dying than being this, like, fucking phony that you have been being lately. Uh, yeah, or however. Yeah, he kind of just ends it with, you've been a dick. Yeah, this whole year you've been a grade-A asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty much the Walt stuff. uh yeah, and then Walt Jr. drives away, and Tyrus drives up to Walt, and he's like, don't you have somewhere to be? Yes, he was exactly that chipper about it, too. He goes, hey, buddy, what you doing out here? Don't you got anywhere to be today, pal? Walter, why I oughta? Ooh, Walter, always up to no good. Um, uh, yeah. Before we do the Jesse stuff, because that feels like the main thing, do you want to do the Skylar stuff? It's just three storylines that are completely separate this week, so it's kind of easy. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Skyler. Uh, um, I think the first scene we see is is actually pre Skyler, and it's uh, Ted in Saul's office. Yes, this was the hunkiest scene of the whole series. Yeah, I, feel like. I think this has finally knocked the firemen off their pedestal. Yes, I mean that was hard to top, mm-hmm. but seeing Bob Odenkirk and Silver Fox Ted in the same room, just feet from each other, you could feel the palpable sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm not a chemist, but I'm pretty sure if you took a Petri dish and mixed both their jizz in it, it would explode. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. because of how on fire they both are. They're both natural combustants, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, Absolutely. guys, this is an expl- This is a, this is an R-rated podcast. We say jizz sometimes. Sorry, zero to guys, 17 year olds. If, should I pitch this as if you and a good male friend, if you're a male and you have a good male friend, Try mixing your cum together and just see what happens. Maybe there'll be some explosions. Who knows? It might. Well, if, it, if it's good cum. Yeah, if it's great a cum. If it doesn't explode, you're probably uh, sterile. Yeah, most most men don't have good cum. Most men don't have good cum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should feel like Pop Rocks. <laughs> uh, that's what I think. <laughs> I, I agree. Mine doesn't. Mine feels like Rolos. Rolos. <laughs> yeah. Rolos. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, t- I think you would need to see your doctor. It looks I don't like know what it to looks say. like a trapezoidal brown pellets <laughs> is what my jizz looks like. <laughs> and and I, well, I've, I wish oh it did because it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I mean that sounds. Is it much wider than your urethra? Oh, my urethra's beat to shit. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, we'll see if that stays in in the final. Oh, edit. it will. This is a, I, yeah. I can't mark this explicit without content like that or else we're fucking posers so in the office (laughs) Saul explains to Ted uh, that he has inherited a lot of money from his dead aunt in Luxembourg Mm -hmm. and Ted is like very cautious about it and doesn't is like what the hell are you talking about at first and then eventually we get um, he he hears the amount and he goes like hey ain't that funny and he accepts Mm -hmm. it right yeah it's pretty sweet I would Um, love to just get a bunch of money. But as you and I discussed over chat, the amount that it's for is ex- the exact same amount as the I- he owes the IRS. So either this guy is the thickest fucking moron in the world, and he thinks he's just so f- stupid fucking lucky, uh, or he's willfully awful, and I don't know why anyone would sleep with him because he sounds like a nightmare. I think he just has, like, that rich white guy energy, that rich that white-collar 
business guy energy where he's like, it's kind of like doubling down where he's like, oh my God, this fell into my lap. I can use this to make more money and no one's going to arrest me from the IRS. That That's years from now, yeah. several court battles away. And uh, in the meantime, I'm just going to make a bunch more money because, you know, I'm this type of demographic. Money just comes at me. And getting a bunch from your dead Luxembourgian aunt doesn't really change that worldview. That's fair. Mm -hmm. I guess it would just be like, I don't understand how the prospects of having the IRS looming over his head aren't like affecting his judgment better. Yeah, you know? I, I think, yeah, I think the stakes are just much higher for Skyler. And yeah. he's just like, I don't know. They're mad. They're always, IRS are always a bunch of jerks. Yeah, it's interesting. So with that in mind, do you think... Skyler's assessment of whether or not Ted's in any real danger of going to jail is accurate, or do you think what Ted's saying they'll cut me a deal is more true? To oh no, I think Sky I think Skyler's one hundred percent right. I just that's yeah. just the I think that's just his mindset. Yeah, mm. I was just curious. Um, people are dumb. Yeah. I think is part of it. He seems like a big dumb dumb. Uh, so, anyways, we find out later that Skylar while she's at the car wash Ooh, yeah where Saul shows up in a and that tan was, suit you know I I know they do this intentionally dress him like a cheese ball but like I have actually seen you know like divorce attorneys who dress like that and it's hard not to be like god Jesus it, you don't like <laughs> you know, that like I mean, I love all pieces of clothing on Bob Odenkirk. I'd love to take them all off and uh, take them to the dry cleaner. I don't love. I I see the very intentional choice to dress him like a sleaze bag, and they do a good job. But it literally is like one sleaze bag lawyer outfit, please. Okay, well, I'll do a tan suit with love, a dark red. I yeah. love tan suit. I remember that time where Barack Obama gave a, a press briefing in a tan oh. suit, and it's all they talked about on Fox News for like two days. Oh, yes, I do. That was the worst moment of his presidency, I, I think. Fox News, I don't think they're a good news network. I think you're right. I, th I don't think they are. I think they sometimes traffic in misinformation. I think that that's their whole thing is that they skew stuff. Yeah. I do. I will say this, though, for network news, I don't think CNN is any less guilty of those same tactics. I think they're different, but I th this got I much mean, more obviously. serious than I thought it would. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. No, I just, that's true. I, I mean, I, I don't watch either yeah, of them. Yeah, stay away. I had an ex-boyfriend who, like, loved network news. Oh. Like, watching, watching CNN, and I always felt that I agreed with what they were saying, but that felt dangerous mm. because I didn't want to just be hearing shit that I already agreed with. Like, I wanted to, like, seek out the facts and think about them. CN you know what I mean? CNN's bad for, yeah, not for, if you're... Right wing, they're, you're going to say CNN's bad because it's like left leaning, but I don't think that's why it's bad. I think it's bad because they kind of sensationalize everything and it's very much like a yeah. wrestling vibe. And also, I don't need to see four people at a desk talk about like the same two minutes worth of story that I've heard over and over and over and over again. Uh, I think John Stewart had the best line about why cable news is bad. He's like, cable news is built for one thing and it was 9 11. And without that, <laughs> they need to talk about other shit. Wow. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah, sorry to go down that, that road that we don't often travel. Well, wouldn't it be cool if Jake Tapper came all over Chris Cuomo? Uh, yeah, no, that would be fucking hot. That'd be hot I would love shit. it if, like, 
Don Lemon is giving is talking to the camera and then Jake Taffer comes in and he's just like he just beats off and everybody's mm-hmm. into it and then he runs away yep. after finishing on Don Lemon's face. I read a I read a fun article in Newsweek that it turns out when the cameras are off on CNN everyone makes out. Oh my god! Yeah, that's all so, the time. Dana Bash. Now Chris, I'm gonna like it yeah. better. Yep. Yeah, now yeah, yeah, that made. Uh, then I did start watching. I wanted to see a little bit. Of all those people making out. Just in case, like they came back from commercial too early mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And they all just had to like straighten their hair. Yeah, and they're all breathing all heavy, uh-huh. and their faces are all smudged. Ugh. Yeah. Oof. Oh boy. But <laughs> anyway, CNN. Uh, dangerous in a different way. Maybe not the best place to get your news. Maybe read more articles. Okay. Bye. Okay, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Go to Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia is um. the best news source. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Bob tells... Ted bought a car. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, Ted bought a car immediately three hours after leaving the house, which or leaving the office, which means he literally went... As a person who recently bought a car, he went right to the dealership and bought the car. He went. He got that money and went, Oh, boy, car money! Machi, yeah. The first fucking thing. I think if I got that money and didn't realize what it was intended to come to me for, I wouldn't go get a new fucking car. I would uh, probably take myself out to dinner. I don't know. If if I did that, if I got a bunch of money, just, oh god, I hate that this about me. I, I literally, we've, I talked about. I like I collect board games and shit, guys. You know this. Sure. And I always yes. have a list in my back of my head, and it's always at like four or five games or expansions that I'm like, oh, I'd really like to pick those up. And I always think it's like chasing that dragon. I always think if I get those, then I'll be I'll be set. And then there's four four or five more crop up. I think I would get a new surfboard. I oh, would yeah. get, I would do that for sure. I'd spend a grand on a nice surfboard or something like that. Oh, I but even then I'd spend a lot of money on a home gym. Ooh, so I wouldn't have to go, go get be a member anywhere. That that would be nice mm-hmm. to have. That'd yeah. be fun. Uh, or on I okay. Biggest splurge purchase. Uh, who's like the biggest, the biggest swinging dick in like the the TV chef uh, field right now? Who's the biggest swinging dick in the TV chef field? Is it Rachel right Ray now? still, or is it? Uh, yeah, maybe Rachel Ray. Ina Gardner has like uh, oddly like big dick energy, and she's just like really self aware, and or I guess she's very confident. I don't know who that is, but we're, let's go with her. Uh, okay, the barefoot Contessa. Sure. Okay, as long as it's not Paula Dean, because she said those things. Uh, yeah, we can't talk about can't Paula. Talk about her. She looks like Ursula. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So who? Wait, who's who? Who do we pick? Ina Gardner. Ina Gardner. I would use this money to pay this person to give me a one-month live-in cooking intensive. Oh. Mm-hmm. To teach you everything they Every, know. All their tricks. One moment, all three meals of the day, or one month, all three meals of the day. Uh, teaching me everything they know. I'm wondering if Guy Fieri would be the best one for that. I'm not. I, does he uh, well, cook or does he eat. just eat at like diners, <laughs> drive-ins, and dives? I I think he has a like he earned that job by being a cook. I don't know if it was all like like peanut butter burgers or whatever. Like I, he may have actually done a good job. He's supposedly a good person. I don't. I don't not know. like him. Yeah, I, I mean, like, like, I think he's a cheese ball, but I th- I think he's supposedly, like, an actually good guy. I actually don't know? like cooking shows very much, but I, 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 I like the craft. That's why hmm. I, I wanted the intensive, and I did, but I didn't know who to ask. Yeah, I think you should get Ina Gardner. I think, actually, you would get a crush on her, too. I think you would grow to really be fond of her. I don't know who this person is. Is she cute? 
she's an older woman, uh, but I think I like you'd like find her charisma right, well, kind gonna, of attractive. How do you spell her name? Ina and then is it Ina, Ina Garden or Ina Garden? Garten. God, I well, it's the Ina, the, the only Ina. She seems perfect <laughs> for what I'm looking for. I'm not attracted yeah, to sure her. She's in her mid seventies. Oh, is she? Yeah. Do you know well, who she has... I am very attracted to and can and is very good at cooking? Giada. No, um, a lady named Kamala Harris. Is that right? She's a wonderful cook. I that text thread today disclosed that you have had quite the uh, like hearts in your eyes for her for a while. I've been in the K hive since early 2017, mm. and now she's uh, she might be the vice president. Who knows? Who knows? It's yeah. There's a lot to there's a lot to be determined. Let's not say anything we can't take back. I but hope she's the I'm next hope, vice president. I'm hopeful as well, or else I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I, I'm not uh, sure, but. She seems cool. I went to her launch rally for her admittedly poorly run campaign, uh, <laughs> but it was a cool rally. Uh, so with this car being purchased, Skylar uh, Wait, concocts a plan. About? Oh, Breaking Bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Skylar no, concocts a plan. That show. Sorry. <laughs> that was the point. We weren't supposed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Everything but um, they can concoct a plan to uh, go and see. Ted and Ted's already trying to get his company back off the ground with the money that Skylar gave him and was like, hey, Ted, why don't you uh, tell me what your plan is here? How did you get the money to do all this? And he's being very like, I just had, you know, a really big turn and things are going really well for me now. And I'm going to get the company back on the ground, off the ground. And uh, she's like, yeah, but the IRS. And he's like, yeah, but that's not a real fucking thing i'll be fine for a while and i'll pay less money and she's like that's not how that works and he's kind of like well if you disagree with me get the fuck out of my place this is my money uh and she goes to leave and i was like hey fucking tell him and she heard me through the screen and she turned around and she gave him shit and i was so happy Mm -hmm. and she's like i want to shove your fucking head into an island countertop so bad yeah oh i want to curb stomp your white hair um, and uh, what was the resolution? Did he actually have like a response to that? Or no, was just I think like, it, it I gave you literally money. cuts away when she goes, yeah. When he goes, was it you? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> um, so then so, I think, is that the, that's it. That's the wall stuff. That's the, so we have our side dishes. Now let's go to our main course. Ooh, la la. Yeah, yummy, yummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, we open up where uh, Jesse has now uh, been blindfoldedly walked into a meth lab. Yes. And uh, the uh, head chemist there is giving, a, like, Gus a lot of shit because, you know, Jesse doesn't look like a chemist. He seems kind of strung out. Uh, and Gus is trying to, you know, negotiate and Jesse... He's like, where's my special acid? I need my I have my it in front of me. I'm not, this isn't a flex, but it's a phenolacetic acid is what they okay. need. Uh, and it's in Spanish, it's pretty easy. It seems to be acido phenolacetico <laughs> is literally what they say. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So then uh, Jesse's like, I need it already here. They're like, we make our own. They have, they butt heads in some so, way about this? Yeah, this is weird. Okay, so... 
like they're it, they're kind of all flexing and trying to like show who has the biggest dick here. And Jesse's like, my phenolacetic acid comes in barrels, and they're like, oh well, we make our own. It's why can't you make your own? And Jesse's like, all right, we'll make some. And that seems to be a big deal. Like that could take hours. And it's like, well, it it wasn't here. Why do you think? Like what? How much time did you think it was gonna take? Yeah, I think that this is a weird problem to have because it's like, were they just expecting him to like pop up and be like, I got it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this acid. They knew they had to make some. So what is the actual problem here? I don't Uh, understand. So the blue, okay. The blue meth is like a special formula that, that like Walt came up with. And so maybe they don't know that exact formula. So they don't realize that they need, and maybe in like, when you regularly cook back, you don't need phenylacetic acid. I'm not sure. This is all theory. But that's the only thing I could think about why that would make sense. Otherwise, it's just kind of like you're in a bad improv scene. You try to manufacture some conflict. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's just it. They just were like, there's got to be something missing. I guess it'll be the acid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, also, this place is dirty. Clean it up. And then they clean it I up. That was cool. Uh, uh, Jesse <laughs> finding himself a little bit going like, this place yeah. sucks. Huh. Yeah, that was good to see him kind of, he never, he just gets bossed around generally. So it was nice to see him just get like bossing other people around. Yeah. And then it cuts to later and uh, he has finished making meth and there is very little diarrhea in that meth. There's only 3.8% diarrhea, which honestly, I, that's, it's, uh, that's just in the air. That is none diarrhea. Yeah, that is. It's it's within the uh, like margin of error for diarrhea. Listener, you had five percent diarrhea in one of your one of your meals today. Yeah, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very happy with that. Yeah, it's and then they're like, "We own you now, thank you." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "What? What? 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 Ah, oh, you stepped in it again, Pinkman." Oh, jeez, Louise! Why do I keep t- getting? Why am I historically always a meth slave? Another like, classic Pinkman gaffe. Is what I he says. I wonder when the meth slave thing starts. Like that's got to be. He's always held captive, or, or you know, assumedly sold into captivity. Yeah, I think or threatened. With their it. impression is that he's going to work there for payment. Like he'll be living large here. Because, um, oh. like, they offer him that, that like, super expensive tequila, and they were like, um, I, I think their impression was that Jesse knew what was going on, because they, did, they didn't understand. Uh, I guess that guy did understand English, because he goes, you're part of the cartel now. Yeah, we, you're ours now, or whatever. You're staying here. You're going to cook for us. It didn't seem like he wanted that, so that's why I think he was coerced. It, it would have been a coercive uh, adjustment. Uh-huh. Um, maybe it's just the beginning of what is to be a trend. Yeah, sure. Um, so there you go. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, well, then we cut to Don Eladio's Hacienda. And it is up on top of a hill, mm-hmm. and it looks very fancy, and it had a nice pool with a, a, an additional water feature, yeah, so probably. that seemed pretty neat. They probably have direct TV. Oh, they probably do. They might even have, like, a fridge just for chilled drinks, what? like, just for wine. Yeah, uh, no one can afford that. You're, that, you're high. Oh, yeah, I think I think the Don of the cartel could. You're fucking kidding me? A separate yeah, just fridge like a just little... for drinks, you're high. No, a fridge. No, you're, you're fucking with me. I hate it. <laughs> uh, no, like, a fridge that's, like, a special wine-chilling fridge oh, that's just like that. Yeah, those think? are, like, $8 million. Those... Yeah, the, you can't get those. 
you have to like know someone to get one of yeah, these. Yeah, it's hard. I thought you were talking I mean, about just like a mini fridge in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> well, that too. He's probably got a couple of those. Yeah, it's I I. I got one fridge and I had to put it on layaway, but okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so then uh, they make they imply that uh, Gus is maybe trying to buck the cartel system every once in a while. Oh yeah, that he sometimes is just like a little unruly, mm-hmm. and the Don is very like, uh, I'm not mad at you, but you know you got to learn your place. And but this is not before. Um, I'm sorry, not Hector. He's certainly not here. Mm-hmm. Gus presents a gift or a peace offering, if you will, to the Don, um, and the Don unwraps it, and it's a fancy tequila, I guess. Yeah, I think it's tequila. It might be some sort of other booze. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's tequila. Okay. Um, and he offers this booze to uh, Jesse and Gus and a couple other people, and uh, Gus is like, hey, don't like Jesse drink that because he needs to stay sober. He's an addict. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all drink together. But this is after we see Gus secretly take some pills as well. Yeah. And I didn't um, re- those were um, activated charcoal. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Which I, ne- I did not know. Uh, what do you know? Is, does that do something to like maybe stop digestion or? I think it does. I think it would uh, like absorb the things in your stomach, any liquid in your stomach. So I don't know what he laced the uh I don't, obviously, couldn't be ricin or something like that, or could I'm not sure, but like, uh, he it must have been something that like hit a crit- critical mass to kill you, and he's hoping the activated charcoal would have done that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, um, I, I think you maybe. I, I do like that they, even though he took steps as a precaution, including the charcoal and the throwing up. I like that it still affected him. So it, yeah, that it still fucked with him. It wasn't just too. like he's like, I'm good. I uh, yeah. I took that anti poison, and now the poison didn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like out of uh, Princess Bride or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then now we're... Uh, yeah, they bring the girls out in one of the least sexy shows I've ever watched becomes pretty sexy. and not Pretty, yeah. And not in a ha-ha Bob Odenkirk's hot way. In like a... Damn. Like, look at these women. Like, they're, all in, they're all in these bathing suits that are so small. Yeah, I. What was that like for you as a man who doesn't generally see sexy sex on this show? Um, it was actually kind of weird because uh, the so one of my favorite shows growing up was The OC, and mm-hmm. that show there's something sexy in every episode. There, sure. it's sexy people doing sexy stuff in sexy high school. Uh, the nerdy, the main character is supposed to be the nerd of the high school, and it's Adam Brody, one of the hottest men alive. Uh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And, but so every ad for the OC for like this week on the OC, they'd be like, some drama happens, but some sexy stuff happens. And they'll show like <laughs> clips of like girls and bras and like stuff. And this clip for like next time on Breaking Bad, there was a lot of this scene with like girls by the pool. And I was like, this feels like an ad for like an OC episode. Like what is going on? <laughs> like Breaking Bad goes to Mexico. And it's just like a butt. And you're like, ah, it doesn't look like Breaking Bad. That's funny. Yeah. So were you like all like, who doggy and like slapping your thigh and everything? I think even like as a like 18 year old, I was like, tonally, this is inconsistent for me. <laughs> and I don't care for it. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Women are to be respected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you know who's a hot woman? Skylar. <laughs> Takes care I of a like family. A That's beauty. Is that actually how guys feel? Do men ever feel like that? Like, wow, look at her taking care of her family. That's sexy. I always try, I always end up 
bringing up the main girl from Better Call Saul. Something about her character is like how she just gets shit done is like the sexiest thing in the world. It, it, is she a family woman? No. Like, so, and same with Skylar. I'm not, I'm famously not attracted to Skylar. Skylar sure. can be pretty sexy in this show and how she like just gets shit done. So you just like a motivated, driven woman is what I'm hearing. And I personally. think it's because sometimes I feel stagnant, Meg, and maybe I'm looking for the end of my yak. Sometimes okay, I feel I mean, like I just sit fair. around. I, I think that, you know, sometimes when you partner with somebody who doesn't have the same level of ambition with, as you, that if it's lower, it can make you feel less ambitious naturally. Mm-hmm. And um, I would understand why, like, uh, an ambitious partner would be attractive. Yeah. So I just, I was just curious about it as, you know, like a, just a, a lady who lives in the world yeah. and just w- wonders what men want, you know. <sighs> what do women want? Who knows? Oh, yeah, no, we, uh, nothing good. Yeah. Only, only to bring men trouble. Just fast cars. Uh, That's what you ladies like. Fast cars, a fast lifestyle in general. Uh, yeah, but so they're all doing sexy stuff. And, um, uh, Jesse, uh, or no, Jesse's like, hey, uh, Mike, uh, can we talk for a second? Yeah, I don't get a say in where I, what country I live in. And he goes, okay, listen. It, uh, you do a better mic like, than I do. Either we're all going home or none of us are. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse goes, what does that mean? And he's like, oh, Mike, always talking in riddles. Jeez. It's very esoteric in his communication. Uh, um, and then and then I think Gus, kind of out of character, says to Don Eladio, yo, I got to take a shit. <laughs> Yep, that's Gus for sure in this start. Well, this he's scene. trying. To, he actually needs to go barf up poison, but he. My tum tum hurts. I gotta go poopies. Yeah. He says. Oops, got a turd <laughs> that needs evacuating. Is that how men talk about their bowels? Mm-hmm. You say. Okay, go for it. Got a oh a large poop is in my colon. Must exit. I uh, make way, everybody. Make way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he uh, goes to the bathroom, but tailed by the one of the Don's uh, most strapping men, I guess. He, yeah, and he's, uh, as... he's got exactly one line. We'll be talking about it. Oh, good. Yeah. And as uh, Gus makes himself throw up, which was very like, that's he gets wild two to fingers see that. in there. Yeah, that must have been a weird scene to like film, you know? Yeah. Uh, he's very meticulous. Like... He sets the towel out. He lifts the seat with with gentle. Yeah, he's very he's very careful about his clothes, about his appearance, even in cleaning up after the fact. But before we get to the cleaning up, we see all of the Don's guys mm-hmm. and the Don drop uh, one by one and die from whatever they ingested in the tequila. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of when you realize, like, oh, uh, that's this is where we're going to see the gunfight. And I thought it was going to be like a whole full-fledged like big gun battle the way that the most recent the episode Crawl Space started. I thought they had come from like a real fucking shootout, but in reality, it was just a mad dash to get out of the Don's house and then once they get to a car, uh, uh one stray henchman starts shooting at them. Yeah, and actually so it's kind of, I like how this is set up because they have Mike, clearly Gus is like, I, ha- I only have three people here, including myself. Um, I have to take a drink of this, so I'll, that's, I won't be much use. 
Mike, we have an excuse. He's my security guy. Jesse, I can say he's an addict. Uh, hopefully they'll all be drinking except for their one security guy who is. The, yeah. And as soon as the shit starts, Mike starts strangling him, which is yes. pretty cool. Uh, and I is that I don't think that's the guy who then goes and tries to shoot Jesse. It might be. I thought they were different, but I really couldn't say for sure. Well, because whoever yeah. Jesse shoots is uh, Hector's grandson. So is there a chance that that guy just rebounded from getting strangled and came and shot? No, I think it's a different guy. I think he did look younger. Okay. I just thought it was so weird that they go out of their way to call out Hector's grandson in the next episode, but it wasn't like a feature, a bigger a bigger character. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I Yeah, I do know what you mean. And um it is weird it, that is kind of weird watching it in this direction. Cuz okay. I remember yeah, cool. when I found out that it was Hector's grandson, I was like, "Oh shit, that was Hector's grandson?" Hmm, damn. More important than I realized yeah. at the time. Yeah, because that you would have imagined if it was like a pivotal choice that, uh, if it was pivotal to the choice that Hector makes to blow himself up in retaliation, that like that guy would have been featured a little bit heavier. Yeah, because he was just like, uh, like, well, yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's dead now. So Jesse shoots him. Uh, but not before Mike gets hit. Yeah. And then they have to drive off. And that's the end of the episode. Yep, we're done. Yay. Uh, yeah, Meg, what'd you think? Give it a letter grade. I like it for its Walt lightness, which uh-huh. I know I specified before. But I I think that I would, again, give this one a B plus. And right. I think the reason, the things that I like that I give A's to um, are, like, wild romps. Uh, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? They're, they're the train heist episode the train, and stuff So like I that. thought this kind of was a romp with the with the mass poisoning, but I, 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 uh, I am mistaken, it's, it appears. The, the mass poisoning also went with a mass murder, you know what uh, I mean? I guess that isn't very fun. Yeah. But I think it's, like... I don't know. It was fun to see. So comparing the, those two episodes, it was really fun in Train Heist or Dead Freight. I mean, to see Bill Burr doing his thing, to see the boys scrambling uh, and there was a ticking clock. In this one, I felt less aware of what the plan was. Mm. And so seeing it succeed wasn't as rewarding. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Um, dude, when... Uh... I meant to ask this in the chat. When uh, when Don Eladio shows up, did you notice the medallion on him? And like it was no, I I didn't notice yeah. that. Okay, all right. Well, well, cool. Well, uh, well, this is the part of the episode where Meg and I like to take a little look into the people who make Breaking Bad feel real. The uh, the real lifeblood of this show comes not from any master meth cooks, but from the people who just allow these meth cooks to exist in their extravagant the, world the people who inhabit this world the people who make it feel lived in yes walt sounds like he's in the middle of an acting class he saw on a bus bench in la what during his scene with walt jr but there's other people who just say like would you like a drink sir and you need those <laughs> so these are the under fives and we're going to list the actors so that maybe they'll get the breaking backwards bump <laughs> and get some good parts going forward yeah we have two this week Okay. Um, first up, we have Stephen Eiland, and he plays Miguel. 
Who was the person who watched uh, watched Gus while he was in the shitter? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Good job, Steven. Steven what have you been in? You've been in a bunch of shit. Uh, he was in The Ridiculous Six, that Adam Sandler film. Oh, sure. As Fainting yeah. Man. Uh, he's in something called Cafe Destiny from last year. Good for him. Uh, uh, let's see if I can find like a one I've heard of. Sorry, that sounded shitty. Um, now he's in some something that came out the year before that's called Breaking Bad, colon, original minisodes, which I'm assuming was released on a DVD or something. Yeah. Which I have not seen. Oh, he was in Hamlet 2. That movie rules. Oh, yeah. Hamlet 2 is great. Yeah. All right. He's been doing shit since I think also shot in New Mexico, isn't it? Oh, I wonder if he's a local hire. He must be. Might be a local hire. Yeah, and I, I assume The Ridiculous Six was possibly shot in somewhere desert-like. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he was, uh... Wait, where is... In... Some USA show called In Plain Sight. Oh, I think I've heard of that. I think it's about, like, child abduction or just abduction in general. It might be. If it's on USA and not called Mr. Robot, I don't care. <laughs> okay, uh, the next one. This lady's name is Amanda Frez... Fresquez. Sorry. All right. And she is... Plays the character of Sexy Cartel Girl. Oh, what a... That's great. The only that's one wonderful. who talks, and I think she just goes like, have a cigar, Jesse, or whatever. Yeah. God, that that made me feel uncomfortable because Jesse clearly wasn't into it. And it was like, get off of this dude. Come on. Uh, she clearly didn't feel shy about like being like, Aaron Paul, can you take a picture? Her first photo on IMDb is her and Aaron Paul clearly on set that day, like arms around each other. Wow. Very cute. She's in her in her bathing suit. Uh, but with a coat over it, so it must be between takes. And uh, sure. let's see what she was in. Amanda, we're trying to get you some fucking work here. <laughs> uh, oh, Amanda, you haven't been in a few years. We, you gotta um, get back out there. Amanda. Last thing you were in was a short from 2017. Amanda, you gotta get back before on that. Before that, Longmire please. in 2015. Amanda. Longmire? That was a show, a pretty popular show, wasn't it? Uh, Brockmire oh, was Long- a popular show. I'd never heard of Longmire. Anyway. Brockmire, I didn't get on board it with. It has your son's name in the title. I know, but I don't like Hank Azaria's character um, very much. He seems like the worst person in the Okay, world. well, Longmire's something on Netflix that made 63 episodes. Holy shit. Anyway, uh, that's a man, okay. and those are all the people who... Uh, there's uh, someone's... The, the waiter who gives serves their tequilas credited, but he doesn't say a goddamn word. So get out of that IMDb cast. So you should get have said, here. "Here's yeah, your shots of tequila, here. gentlemen," and I would have talked about you, <laughs> sir. Uh, I, I'd hope he go go mm-hmm. on, be bad. Are, uh, he could have like slipped that. in a. Are you sure this ain't poison, boss? <laughs> boy, oh boy! I seen a lot of tequila in my day. Well, this he might was be doing poison. that. And the director of the episode was like, "Hey, can you just give him the drinks? And he, we don't, we don't need that." Uh, yeah, yeah, but I was thinking, I was making a choice. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's a possibility yeah. that that was the well issue. another good one in the books uh pro- wonderful i'm i'm what a what probably a probably our best episode was, yet sir you, you should uh absolutely break back backwards after, after dark, dark you should tell your fucking friends tell your friends at breaking about back podcast. pod tell them i don't know what the instagram is off the top of my head yes. I yeah, think the Instagram is much easier backwards. to remember. But unfortunately, Twitter didn't let me 
do app breaking That's backwards. That's fine, too Jack Dorsey. We got your number. Son of a bitch. Mm, anyway, mm. we love you so much, listeners. Uh, but we want to pander to more of you. The, so the hugs we'll and kisses. Uh, we want to spread the love, uh, absolutely. But until next time. A mighty fair to Heisenberg you. to you, fair listener. Bye. Bye. Bye.